Hi, this is another special side episode. We're going to be talking about the anime series Beastars today, specifically the second season, since we already have an episode out on the first season. My name is Deporia. And I'm Marin. All right. Um, so yeah, once again, we have an episode already on the first season. It's pretty funny. So go back and listen to that. But Basically, we're going to go ahead and get into this. So Beastars, of course, is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Paru Itagaki. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Um, it takes place in a world of a, in a modern civilized world where anthropomorphic animals are kind of like the dominant species. I don't think we ever see any humans in this show, right? No, like at yeah. all. Okay. So yeah, it's all, all about anthropomorphic animals and like there's like a clear cultural divide between like carnivores and herbivores um the main setting is Cherryton academy which is like where all the students go and this is where they pick the b star i believe which is like it's like the person who will unite all herbivores and carnivores mm-hmm. basically okay so let's see i think where should we start at well when you watched it like mm-hmm. Did you already, did you like go back and watch season one? Did you basically remember everything kind of, or most of the plot? Um, I think I remembered most of the plot. Like I remembered that they killed the, um, spoiler alert, but they they killed the Shishigumi's um, leader. Um, Legoshi saved Haru and we think that uh, Louis dies. Yeah. So yeah, I did remember that before I started. What about you? Yeah, same for me, kind of, like, I remember, like, the big plot points enough to where when season two started and I started watching it, I was like, okay, yeah, I remember why they're doing this, like, this, and stuff like that. I think that because, not for all anime, but specifically Netflix short ones, because the episodes are so short for me, and there's not that many um, episodes in one season, it's easier for me to remember most of the content in a previous season, unlike, I don't know, like, uh, other TV shows where it's, like, 12 episodes each an hour long and it's been a year since i've seen them i'm gonna forget yeah that's so true because like with like full uh length tv shows that'd be like an hour there's so yeah. much that happens in each episode it's like you, there's exactly. no way you're gonna remember all that stuff mm-hmm. okay so this is not gonna be like an episode by episode recap well i'm gonna try not to do that for a time reason since this is a mini episode yeah um but basically episode one nothing really happens like it kind of just basically picks up two months after the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, the state that the school is in, like, how they're trying to get back to normal after everything has happened. Uh, we pretty much learned that Lagoshi and Haru, I believe, was the name of the bunny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We see that they're not dating after, like, everything that happened in the last <laughs> season. They're, like, they're in a situationship type thing. I don't know what to call it. Like, it was just awkward. <laughs> the talking stage? Well, no, they're they're way past the talking stage. They're way stage, past so. the talking It's just an awkward of they both know the way they feel, but no one is acting on it. Yeah. Kind of yeah, it's that, basically. Okay, so then going to episode two we see Lagoshi get confronted by Juno, who's the other wolf in the series, the wolf girl, at least, that we see. And she confronts him because she feels like he's playing with her feelings, like he's like a fuckboy or whatever. And yeah. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> because he's not doing that at all. Like, he's like, not doing it on purpose. Whatever he's, whatever she feels like he's doing, he's definitely not doing it. He's too awkward to be like that. Is that the episode where he asked her to open her mouth, or is that much later? That's, like, much later. Okay, yeah. That was also extremely funny, though. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then we find out that there's some kind of snake monster in the walls that's like freaking all the students out. People think it's some kind of ghost. Um, and then aside from that, Louis randomly like shows up at the school like there wasn't a whole Amber Alert out for him for two months. <laughs> like it just pops up like everything's okay. And he like comes in with like a resignation letter from the drama club. And of course all the seniors are like, Oh my god, like how could, how could you resign? Exactly. Like he was like the star <laughs> actor, right? And like the main yeah. actor or whatever. And so Lagoshi keeps sensing like the snake presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so he leaves his dorm to go confront it in the laundry room and like this giant snake pops up out of the vents. <laughs> and like there's there's this whole whole weird conversation. She mentions that his body is demonic. I don't know why I wrote that in my notes, but like I was just like <laughs> laughing emotions. But yeah, she said he has a demonic body or whatever. And then she was like, Oh yeah, I'm just a security guard. I'm here to just investigate the death of Tim, who was the alpaca from season one who mm-hmm. died. Who basically the reason why all this is happening, basically. Yeah. And he, she asked for, like, um, Lagoshi to help investigate the murder. And, of course, he's like, Tim was my friend. Of course, I'll do that. And then at the end of the episode, it's revealed that Louis is the boss of the Shishigumi now, which I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what happened? He okay. did, yeah. Like, a deer becoming the leader of the lion. Oh, yeah, gang. lions. <laughs> and he doesn't eat meat. So I was just like, huh? Like, what? <laughs> The show yeah, gets much, much wilder. Like y'all yeah. might think this part as well. It gets it gets much wilder. Okay, so we get this new. Oh, I don't think I mentioned. There's a new sheep that joins the drama club, and oh, so yeah. episode three, we finally get to learn his name. It's Pina. He's very like sassy. I don't know how to describe him. He reminds me. Okay, his character and his voice reminds me of you know Orin High School Host Club. Yes. You know, the main guy, I don't know what his name is. The main blonde haired guy. His reminds me of him. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. The way they act is very similar and how they talk. I can see it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he gets introduced, and like some of the first things he says is that all carnivores are ugly. And I was just (laughs) like, that was just sending me like, wow. Like damn, you gonna make? Doesn't he? Say, does he say this to Legoshi, or does he say it in front of the drama club? I think he says it in front of the entire drama yeah. club. I believe he said it in front of the entire drama club, which is filled with carnivores, by the exactly. way. So I was just like, wow, he's like bold, bold. But yeah, and so eventually we see a entire flashback of how Louis ended up being the president of the Shishigumi. Essentially, what happens is he shot the president in the head, and so the lion guards or the other members come in and they see that he's done this and they're like oh we're gonna eat him but then one of them was like no we need to use him as pr as good pr <laughs> to change our image exactly. and to make us look better and so louis is the first like no like kill me or i'll kill myself eventually they convince him that to become the head of the shishigumi he ends up eating meat all that stuff so that's why he is now a yakuza leader mm-hmm. um then we jump back to Lagoshi conversing with the other carnivores of the drama club. Basically, he's trying to lecture them how they need to about how they need to be more, more considerate of like herbivores. But they're like pissed. They're like, we've already been considerate of them. We're walking on eggshells 24-7. Like, what more can we do? And then they start like grilling him about whether or not he slept with Haru. Then he ends up yelling out how he will die a virgin happily. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Everybody's so in. I didn't realize that 
everybody knew he went to a hotel with Haru. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Like, I swear the whole school knows about it. Yeah, like it really feels like somebody posted about it on like Twitter. You're like, oh, y'all saw <laughs> what I seen at this hotel? Like, oh, gee. Or something like that. Like every freaking body knows. Probably the staff knows as well. Yeah. But yeah, later on we see him and Haru. Well, off before that, his carnivore friends are like, yo, you need to relax. Like your feelings for her are a little bit too much for a high schooler, which mm-hmm. is basically true if they were human. Yeah. So I don't know. It's but later on, obsessive, kind of. Yeah, he is like very obsessed with her. I realize that. Like very, very much obsessed with her. And later on, we see him and Haru chatting on the steps outside of their dorms. Um, he tries to kiss her, but instead of kissing her for some reason, he asks her if she still has feelings for Louis. Oh, yeah. I don't know why people like asking questions they don't want the answer to, but. <laughs> He was like, I just have to make, I didn't, that was also very confusing to me. I didn't realize that Haru and Louis's um, relationship was that strong from Yeah, Sinai. I didn't realize either. I thought, I they thought were just it was just together. like a fling thing. And then now, yeah. he, you know, like, he's like, oh, do you still like Louis? I was like, what does, what, why are we asking these? No, no, literally, like, why would you ask that? Like, that's like one of the worst <laughs> questions to ask. And of course, Haru obviously she does still have feelings for him because she's like fumbling over her words like trying to explain herself and so Legoshi he decides then and there that he will fall back in in my notes I put simp from afar (laughs) down bad no (laughs) but the episode ends with Legoshi like reflecting on a retreat and then we see like some big ass figures standing behind him like real ominous like and we're just like whoa what's gonna happen so episode four picks immediately up off where we ended episode three and Legoshi is just sitting there and the figure behind him starts like beating the shit out of him and like drags his body to another location of the campus and he like ties him up and like blindfolds him so after he's blindfolded and tied up the figure continues to like beat him up and then Legoshi in an attempt to figure out who the attacker is kisses him and shoves his tongue like down his throat <laughs> now i had to watch this a couple times i didn't understand what was happening at the first time i saw it i was like what is he doing like what is this uh, yeah i, I, I notice- watched so i didn't see that he kissed him i i thought he just bit him no that's what i thought too i thought he like yeah. bit him on the mouth and i was like why did he yeah. bite him on the mouth but then like i watched it again i saw like the drool and i was like oh he's like <laughs> Or he's like tasting the inside of his mouth. Okay, <laughs> and I was like really grossed out because I really don't like saliva at all. So there was a lot so, of saliva during that scene too. Oh. Yes. So the attacker, of course, is like, "What the hell?" It starts beating him up more, um, and then leaves him like to die. Well, not to die, but leaves him bruised and beaten on the ground. Mm-hmm. And so Lagoshi manages to call his friend. Um, I think it was the Labrador Retriever. I can't remember his name. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, like, his friend comes, and, you know, they get him, like, fixed up or whatever, and Legoshi at the end is like, I'm going to go to the black market and get some help. But he doesn't tell his friends that. He tells them that he's yeah. just going to go on a journey or something. And then he said that he was going to leave school. Yeah, yeah. And so when he goes to the black market to ask that panda to train him, the panda's like, no, <laughs> like, I'm not going to train you. I have no interest in training you. 
And then we see a scene of a black market strip club where like a deer is dancing and carnivores in front of carnivores while being like protected by like a cage or something. And a jealous dancer decides to lower the cage while she's performing. And like literally she's almost like murdered right there. Mm -hmm. Louis shows up though and saves the day, fortunately. So episode five and six, um, Juno meets up with Louis after tracking him down in the strip club. I think, right? That it was her. Yeah, it was Juno. Yeah. Yeah, she tracks him down. They have a like meet up and have like a little moment. Um, and then Louis ends up eating with the stripper deer he saved after he saying this out loud is just like <laughs> what is that going <laughs> on? <laughs> yeah. He eats with the deer that he saved. Um after he tried to threaten his adoptive father into signing papers that allows him to drop out of school. Mm-hmm. So like Louis, he hadn't formally dropped out of school yet when he um joined the Shishigumi. And so we find out his father is like some rich guy. We don't I don't think they tell us exactly what he does, but he shows up at his house with a gun and is like, sign this paper so I can drop out. And his father is kind of like laughs in his face a little bit and is like, No. Like come back to me when like something I can't remember what like he said. Can come back to me because Louis um put a gun to his face. Yeah, like, yeah. Come back to me when you can actually pull that trigger. Exactly. That's that. That is exactly right. what he said. Yeah. And so, um, I think the deer basically tells Louis that it's like it's not too late for him to leave this kind of lifestyle. Like basically warning him like that he doesn't want to get mixed up with that kind of stuff. Of course, he does not listen. Louis is like very hard headed, so and so we see Lagoshi return to school after a while with like a new haircut. Everybody in the class is like shocked because it's like a very low cut haircut. Yeah. His hair is usually kind of long. Um, he lies to the drama club and tells them that he will be taking care of his grandfather or something yeah. to excuse like a, the way that he's secretly training with the panda. Who finally was like, "Okay, I'll train you." Um, and basically what he's training to do is like to get stronger and also how to resist the temptation of meat so like not to eat other animals and whatnot mm-hmm. after school he's showing pina around the store locker and pina admits that he's like i don't know how like a philanderer a serial cheater sleeping with a lot of people basically yeah <laughs> yeah and pina basically goes on this like monologue about how he doesn't understand how being with multiple women is like dishonest in any way like he he legitimately does oh, not yeah. understand this he was like he was like um like if she says something like that's not truthful and then pino's like well isn't truth um defined differently like person to person and my yeah. living my life um, <laughs> the best i can be or like as happy as i want to be yeah that's literally what he said and i was sitting there like wow like i know there are people out there who legitimately think like this too no for real yeah, and then he proceeds to harass Lagoshi about having, like, whether or not he has a girlfriend, or, and then he's like, oh, you don't have a girlfriend? Well, do you want to eat me? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, where did that come from? Yeah, and so then, like, he keeps pushing it, Lagoshi eventually is like, no, and then leaves. And so Lagoshi meets up with Juno, and that's when he asks to see her teeth. Oh, yeah. The reason why he asks, remember, is because he's investigating to see who killed Tim, like, which carnivore did it. And so also to when he put his tongue in the attacker's mouth earlier, he like felt his the teeth. So he knows like what size the teeth are, what kind of teeth they are, whatnot, and like how they smell and everything. 
So he asks to see her teeth and she like loses her mind. She's like freaking out, flipping out because she's like, he's playing games with me again, like, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> and so he does that, realizes it's not her, and then it moves on. Um, Lagoshi eventually has like a breakthrough in his training and he's able to like touch meat without having the urge to eat it. Which is like, oh my gosh, like he's a whole carnivore and he doesn't have like the urge to eat meat. That's crazy. And we learned that he went out of the way to identify like the where each piece of meat came from, like who what dead person it came from, and he gives them all like a proper burial. Episode seven at the drama club lockers, we see Lagoshi kind of taking a sip out of like every water bottle in there to see like if any of the leftover saliva oh my god (laughs) any of the leftover saliva tastes like what he tasted when he was like trying to fill out the identity of the attacker um he finds a dildo in one of the lockers i think that's what it was i don't I feel like it has to be a crushed water bottle. I, I, it, it, though it does look like that, but that makes no sense. <laughs> no, because I had to watch it a few times. Because I, I, thought, I thought the same thing. I was like, is that a crushed can? Like, what is <laughs> that? I even took a picture of it and posted it on Twitter. I was like, what is this? Like, somebody <laughs> tell me what this is. But, like, once he sees it, he's like, this is probably like a threat towards me. Like yeah. he perceives it as some kind of violent threat. So he just like moves on from that. Um, and so then during drama club practice, um, a panther accidentally rips the arm off of an anteater. Mm-hmm. And apparently that happens often. Yeah, Like that's like a normal occurrence kind of like, it's like somebody not like normal, but like, you know, people accidentally like stubbing their toe or something like that. That's like, yeah that common for them and so usually what they do is like they take the animal to the nurse immediately and like the arm can be reattached or something Mm -hmm. um if they do it fast enough so Lagoshi volunteers to take the anteater to the nurse so the arm can be sewn back on and then he's assisted by like a really large bear who carries the detached arm and after dropping the student off at the clinic Lagoshi turns around he was like oh so you're the one who killed Tim right and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how did like how did you know that? And so they almost end up like having like a full on brawl in the middle of like the hallway. But Pina shows up out of nowhere and he's like, oh, y'all forgot the bag. Like, how could you forget this student's bag? He's being all smug and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Magoshi um, runs up to him and was like, oh, did you hear anything? Did you hear anything? And Pina doesn't really say much. I think he says he he heard something, but he doesn't yeah. like. He's really elusive, basically. Pina says, like, so, he did hear all, everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. He he probably was, like, standing around the corner or something, yeah. listening to that whole conversation, the kind of character he is, like, the type to do something like that. And so the students, after this incident, are sent a text basically saying that, like, they will have segregated classes mm-hmm. for, like, starting next month. And, of course, they're, like, really upset. And... They're like, what's going to happen to the drama club? Because, like, that's an integrated club with carnivores and herbivores. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of that stuff. The bear who Lagoshi's confronting, his name is Riz. And so we learn that Riz has been taking muscle suppressants, mm-hmm. which is required of all, like, large bears. Um, but it has extremely negative side effects, like aggression, 
insomnia, insomnia and other stuff. And it can only be, the, the side effects can only be suppressed with honey. Mm-hmm. And so basically this whole scene is like a flashback of showing what actually happened to Tim. Uh, what basically happened is Riz and Tim became friends. Um, and then Riz started felt, feeling like he could show his true self to Tim. He, start, he stopped taking his meds. And I think it was like a full moon or something. Mm-hmm. He met up with like Tim outside the drama club. He was like, oh, like, look how strong I've gotten. Like, this is my true self. Of course, Tim was, like, frightened. He was like, you need to be taking your meds. And basically, he tries to run away from Riz. Riz ends up devouring him. But how Riz remembers it is very differently to what actually happened. He romanticized the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, he romanticized the whole thing, made it seem like it was some, like, tragic, like, thing where like Tim was like oh you can finally be your true self like it's okay if you devour me or something like that but that's not what happened like in his last moments Tim was like fearing for his life he he wasn't like trying to be friends with you and so this is where I kind of my notes kind of like tail off because I was just watching the show Mm -hmm. and I didn't remember much so it started from episode eight what I basically remember is that that whole episode was like maybe it was like filler or something but it's when that leopard and that sheep have like that mall kind of hangout session or whatever. Oh, and like, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. Was, like, yeah, she was saying that, I don't know, she wanted to do what she wanted. She didn't want to be, um, she always had to go based off what the herbivores wanted. And she wanted to, like, I don't know, like, guess hang out with them and do what she wanted to do. So she went yeah. to the mall with them she had like food with them and all that stuff so yeah it kind of was filler yeah and then we also kind of learned that like basically the herbivores get more instagram likes than oh, yeah. carnivores or whatever also in this episode we have juno basically having this speech about she's like what's wrong with segregation and that kind of oh, like yeah. <laughs> i was like laughing so hard juno like, was like i just want us to be like it would just be easier i guess if they were separated because they wouldn't have to try so hard to be careful around the herbivores yeah yeah i think that's her thought process but her saying what's wrong with segregation oh, like yeah. literally that was the line i was just like <laughs> what the last word i was expecting to hear in this show was segregation yeah yeah i was just like wow but yeah if you want to pick up and like basically summarize what happens at the end from here because like oh. that's where my nose kind of taper off okay so we have a moment in which Okay, so I'm going to, because I don't have any notes, I'm going based off what I remember. Um, Lego, she is with the panda, and he's beginning to learn. The panda, like, puts a muzzle on him and throws him down into the this black market area to teach him yeah. how to fight without the use of his jaw strength. Um, and so he has that moment. Um, he meets he meets up with Louis, because Lego, she didn't know where Louis was. Yeah, not but, at all. Uh, he didn't realize that Louis had become part of the Shishigumi. And he's like, they have this whole moment that really surprised me because I didn't realize how much Louis, um, like, she cared for Louis. Same. That Same for me. I was like, I didn't, I didn't realize you valued him that much. Yeah, like, he... <laughs> It was. It wasn't even like he thought of him as his like best. Like, he just really respected Louis, and I did not um, see that coming. So yeah. he meets up with Louis, and then um, 
I'm oh, sorry. I'm trying to see. No, yeah, it's okay. Where... I'm like trying to remember too. I know he meets up with Louis. Uh, what happens after that though? There's like we have two more fights between um, Legoshi and Riz, and before their final fight scene, in which they just beat each other up, but like nobody dies or anything. Oh and yeah, we... that's when they were fighting in that bathroom. Yeah, fighting in the bathroom. And then we have that moment when um, Legoshi eats the moth. And he has that whole moment when oh yeah, <laughs> when he's when he like sees the moth in his dream, and the moth um, Legoshi learns what it is to be taking a life from an, like even though it was an insect. Yeah, and, um, they have that whole moment, and Legoshi decides not to eat insects again. Which is very odd because I don't understand what this man is surviving on. Yeah, I guess he's just, I guess, because I think they said it in the show, like, at the school, they feed mm-hmm. uh, carnivores, like, meat substitutes or something like that. Yeah, I Like, some kind so. of protein that's not meat. Maybe, like, tofu or something. <laughs> and finally, um, uh, what's it called? Louis goes, no, Legoshi goes up to Louis and tells him, like, I'm not going to ask you to leave the Shishugumi, but can you please see me fight? You Like, I respect you, and I just want you to see how much stronger I've gotten. Yeah. And so finally, he meets Riz underneath some train tracks. Something and, like that, yeah. yeah. And they have this whole brawl um, in which, honestly, Legoshi is getting the shit beat out of him. And, um... Uh, Louis comes in and distracts Riz for a moment and they manage and as Liz as Riz runs to like eat um Louis uh Legoshi comes and like kind of like kicks him out of the way and they disappear for a moment away from Riz as he as um Louis and Legoshi talk and that's when uh Legoshi devours um Louis's leg yeah Louis offers him his leg to give him the power up yeah so he could get some strength even though I can understand the importance, but once, um, so obviously Legoshi powers up, goes back to fight um, Riz. And Riz thinks that Legoshi gave in and ate uh, Louis completely. But when he yeah. sees that, um, he, when he sees that Louis, that Legoshi only ate Louis's leg, he realizes that, I don't know, like there can be a relationship between, um, between carnivores and herbivores that doesn't result in like I guess herbivores owing have always having to control their instincts not to eat them and that they can actually be friends and, and yeah. nobody ends up dying. Um Louis and Riz both are taken not Louis, Legoshi and Riz are both taken to jail, but uh, Legoshi is left uh is um let go, but he'll have it on his record that he wanted to ate a herbivore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed that part completely. Oh, yeah. He's. They were like, they were like, yeah, like him and him and Riz were sent to jail for devouring herbivores, but um, Legoshi was let go. But it would be on his record that he did eat a piece, a piece of uh, Louis. And okay. they told him that like, oh, your life's gonna be hard from now on because you have this on your record. And so Legoshi said that if me having this on my record is what is needed in order to save all my friends, then that's fine. And he decide he tells Haru he's gonna drop out of school, and that's basically where season um two ends. Yeah, and a little bit before that, something we missed. Um, 
Louis and one of the members of the Shishigumi, oh, yeah. I can't remember his name right now. They developed like a very close father and son or like uncle and nephew type mm-hmm. relationship. And that is the, they're lions, right? That was the one yeah. lion who suggested that they not kill Louis and use him for like PR, basically. Yep. But yeah, uh, he really cared for Louis a lot. But um, I think if, I don't know why exactly Louis was not supposed to go see that fight. But if he went to go see the fight, wasn't it where, like, he would, like, be leaving the Shishigumi or something like that? and they were, like, if you leave... And Louis wanted to go see the Legoshi fight, but he said, in order to do that, I need to leave the Shishigumi because I use the Shishigumi to escape from the school and, like, everything. And so I don't want to see him being part of this group. But the lion that was, I guess, his friend said that, you know... And mentally he was saying that, like, even though I am loyal to um to louis i'm also loyal to my to my organization and so he tried to eat louis because louis knew all the secrets of the shishugumi yeah and basically forced louis to kill him or no he gave um, louis a gun saying that basically oh, no, it wasn't like, louis it was one of the other gang members yeah yeah he yeah. tried to get louis to kill him but oh, like yeah. what happened is that the uncle figure basically told another one of the shishigumi members like if you see me trying to eat louis kill me yeah. basically he knew that louis would not be able to shoot him so he set it up in a way where somebody would be nearby to kill him mm-hmm. and so that person comes um he ends up shooting louis and not louis he ends up shooting the uncle figure guy and then he tells louis like you can go but like don't ever come back to the shishigumi yeah. again or we have to kill you yeah Yep, yeah and that exactly yeah and then yeah that was basically like the end of the series i think was there another moment between haru and legoshi at the end i don't remember um no haru was just like when she found out that uh, legoshi was leaving she was like oh well then i guess i just have to find a boyfriend now and he's like what <laughs> Don't find a oh boyfriend. yeah yeah yeah. i remember that uh, yeah. but haru did tell legoshi, legoshi at one point that she loved him which oh was, yeah she did say that yeah a little moment i guess their relationship is really interesting because logistically, I don't know how that would work out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was basically B Star season two. So how did you feel about this season? I think this season was, I guess, I liked it. I did like it because it gave, um, it continued the story from season one. We got to learn more about the other characters. In mm-hmm. general, I'm confused about Beastars, but I'll talk about them more after you say if you like season two. Yeah, I like season two as well and also season one. I think the thing with the Beastars is because it's like it's like animals and not yeah. humans. There's like some kind of like a sense of like shame for actually liking <laughs> yeah. the plot of the show. Like yeah. I was talking to one girl, she was like, yeah, I started reading the manga. It's so good, but like... I don't want to say that out loud. I'm yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> but I yeah, like that. once, yeah, once you like, re- like I don't know how to phrase this, release yourself from the shackles of <laughs> seeing that they're animals and kind of ignore that part. Oh, not ignore it because this is essential to the plot. Once you yeah. accept the fact and just watch the show, it's actually like super interesting. Yeah, it really is an interesting show. I guess some part of me is always going to be confused about the part that okay, this whole show. You know, the main characters are all animals, right? Yeah. And I feel like when anime, correct me if I'm wrong, when there's usually characters like this in which it's not humans, the center of the show, the plot line is usually like 
it's some kind of superhero kind of situation or it's a really, really light comedy. This show is so serious about the relationship between herbivores and carnivores. Like it's like the animals on the street right now really are dealing with these situations. Like it's <laughs> yeah, so, like my dog is like <laughs> like I cannot in any way connect to the idea of possibly devouring somebody next to me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. but it's such a central storyline to this that like I just watch it because it's so different and unique. But some yeah. part of me can is just always staring at it like how, like, I really just cannot this? connect to this storyline because I don't eat my fellow people. So yeah, but yeah, I but feel in like, general, it's interesting. Yeah, I feel like they handle that issue like really well, or like that concept really well, yeah. which makes it more interesting. Because just like there's like, like how it's described, it's like a cultural difference between herbivores and carnivores, but it's more than that. It's like life yeah. or death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like because carnivores naturally want to eat meat Mm -hmm. and other animals or whatnot and so like we have this series where they are forced to live in harmony and not where one is always prey and the other one's predator like they're forced to live like with each other and work together and we see that like there has to be like adjustments being made and like there's still of course our mess ups and there's like a whole black market where meat is being sold and whatnot exactly but yeah like it was just that's what really makes interesting. it interesting enough to watch it even though sometimes i'm like mm, i can't really connect to this idea but it's but it's like interesting to see characters go through this after you get past the fact that you just saw a scene of a wolf in a bra and underwear and I was sitting at work and that scene came up and I was like because I was watching at work I was like let's turn down the brightness just a little yeah. bit because I don't need what I'm watching they're like um Miriam what what are you you got something to tell us <laughs> yeah would you say this season two or season one was like more shocking to you a uh, season one because we had the whole scene while season Harley one. was pulling down uh, yeah um legoshi's pants that that scene is ingrained in my mind like there's nothing you can do <laughs> to remove the of to see a small bunny pull down the pants of a wolf like i just <laughs> nothing will get over that yeah i think i'll have to agree like season one's a little bit more shocking because like yeah. i had never seen anything like this before exactly. so it's just like what the fuck season two i would say is like a bit more funnier it, yeah it especially was. that whole like subplot with like judo and lagoshi and like juno thinking of him as like a fuckboy and he's like oh, yeah. just awkward not doing <laughs> anything on purpose moments of like really really light moments during the show which is really interesting because you know they were trying to find out who killed their friend yeah that's another thing like what happened to the snake like did she just disappear she after those two literally episodes? just left i was like girl <laughs> Were you not supposed to be the guard? Like I know, yeah. I knew, like I understand the plot line to the story was Legoshi had to find Riz and take care of the situation himself. Understandable, but also is she not the guard? Like, like her, her whole job is to be mainly investigating this. That's what she's hired for. So like, <laughs> did she just like quit and nobody was informed or? <laughs> And then, well, like, even knows that she exists except for Legoshi and maybe the principal. like literally. But does that mean we're getting a season three? Um, I don't know if there will be a season three. Sometimes with anime, what happens is like 
sometimes like after two seasons they'll yeah. be like they won't even though the manga is still ongoing or yeah. there's still more content that can be animated sometimes they don't renew for like another season oh. i maybe because this is like being put on netflix maybe oh. it'll get like a season three i know like it also i don't know if it's on netflix in japan as well i know it was like on tv or something in japan so okay. maybe you'll get a season three i can't tell because i mean i am interested to see because the show ended before we got to see the school become segregated so oh we don't yeah know true. what's gonna go on there even though lego she's leaving school you know they do focus on the other characters okay lastly what would you like rate the show I think, so, honestly, I'd say, like, a solid seven. It's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I would give it a solid seven out as well. As well, um, If we don't get a season three, I probably will try to read the manga just to see what happens mm-hmm. after. Yeah. But Do that, too, depending yeah. on how long it is. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much our, like, quick recap kind of and review of season two of Beastars. Um we have plenty of other episodes about a variety of topics so check us out at commntv on wherever you listen to podcasts we're on spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher podbean a bunch of other stuff you can also reach us at commntv on twitter tiktok we have an instagram but we don't use it so (laughs) but yeah uh that's pretty much it Uh, i think the next episode we have coming out may be Aside from this one, it's going to be released in the middle of the week. Maybe it'll be like another review or like general episode. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure though. But yeah, that was all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.